My name is Stephanie B. Welcome to the Range of Buck podcast series, the experts in exclusive luxury African safaris. Throughout this series, we'll explore absolutely everything you could ever want to know about traveling to Africa and more specifically Southern Africa for a safari. If you'd like to see what Ranger Buck has to offer, or if you have any questions, head on over to www.rangerbucksafaris.com. Welcome to the final episode of the Ranger Buck podcast series. It's been a wild ride, and today we are chatting to the regional general manager at Tinswalo Safari Lodges, Alistair Loyner. Sharing an unfenced boundary with the renowned Kruger National Park, the pristine private Manieleti Game Reserve is home to the luxurious Tinswalo Safari Lodge, boasting one of the lowest vehicle densities in the Greater Kruger. Tinswalo Safari Lodge guests are spoiled to uninterrupted game viewing in an untouched African wilderness. Alistair, today we're probably going to cover the most difficult topic surrounding a South African safari, and that is what time of year is best to visit. Ultimately, I do think it probably comes down to what you want out of your experience. It is a very hard question to answer, but we are going to do our best to break it down. Alistair, how are you doing this afternoon? Very well, thanks. And you. Awesome. Thank you so much for asking. So let's get started. Let's start with summer, which technically speaking begins here in South Africa a few days before Christmas. In December, comes to an end around March. And we're going to focus on the weather conditions first. So let's start off with the length of day across the seasons. Okay. Well, obviously, you know, in, in summer, the days are a, are a lot longer. Um, you know, it's starting to get light at about maybe four thirty-five o'clock in the morning. And it's dark by maybe 6.30, 7 o'clock. So you, you've got a much, much longer day in summer um, to be out there and, and experiencing, experiencing in the bush. It is a little bit hotter, um, but yes, your days are a lot longer. So won't you have to wake up even earlier for sunrise safaris then? But yes, you, yeah, maybe you can also stay out a little bit later for sunset safaris? Yes, no, definitely. I mean, you, you, you watch the sun come up, you watch the sun go down, stay out a bit later, you know, and just enjoy those best time of the days. And then versus winter, which is June to August, around maybe ending in September, that coincides with the Northern Hemisphere's summer. The sun obviously rises later and it sets earlier. Are the game drives exceptionally cold in winter? Yes, obviously around you know, June, June, July, the, the peak of winter, it is, it is cold. Um, but nothing that the lodge can't sort out you know, with a nice warm hot water bottle and some uh, beautiful warm blankets. Um, but uh, personally for winter, you know, it's, it's nice to get out there when it's sun nice and cool, you know, especially for your cats. Um, they're a lot more active in, in when, it's, when it's cool. So, you know, and it's pretty cool throughout the day in winter. So it's a very, very nice time, time to be there as well. So I won't be getting less time out on a game drive vehicle on the actual game drives in winter versus summer. No, we'll make sure that that's, uh, that's accounted for and you'll get pretty much the same amount of time. And in terms of day and nighttime activities, when we're talking about the two extreme seasons, summer and winter, are there any differences between those two? Um, yeah, obviously, you know, the, uh, um, the, the daytime and nighttime is, is, is both different activities, but uh, very, very, very nice in itself. You know, obviously, at night, you're looking for, you know, the more nocturnal animals like your porcupines, your civets, your genets. Um, you know, it might be lucky to come across, a, you know, lions hunting or something like that. And obviously in the day, you know, you're looking at the elephants and the rhinos and the buffalo, you know, so it, it, it complements each other. And our drives will go from, you know, in the daytime to the nighttime. So you pick up both of those, 
those different activities. And in the two seasons that are not the extreme seasons, let's talk about fall slash autumn and spring. How do they compare when it comes to the length of day and your overall game drive experience and maybe even the animals? You know, I think if you, if, if you look at sort of uh, our autumn time, um, where you're going, you're going out, of, out of summer into winter, it's, it's obviously a nice, nice time of the year as well because it's not too cold and not too warm. So you're getting, you're getting you know, the benefit of both. Um, and you, you're still getting out there most of the time. And then in, in spring, obviously, the, it's also not, you know, not as hot and not as cold, so it's a perfect time to be there as well. And also you're seeing the different stuff in spring. You know, all the flowers are coming out and, and all that sort of stuff. So the rainy season is in summer. How does that impact your experience when you are on safari? What happens if it rains when you're actually out on a game drive? If it rains when we're out on game drive, we've obviously got beautiful ponchos on the on the vehicles, and uh, you know some guests that's that's the only time they can be there, so we make the best of it. And uh, yeah, we just go out there, we have some ponchos, and we uh, we deal with the elements um, because the animals they they can't go anywhere, so we just you know work extra hard to find them in in the rain. And of course, the seasons also affect the bush in terms of foliage. You've got sparser foliage, sometimes the uh, denser foliage and other time of the year, summer versus spring versus autumn versus winter. It gets pretty different and the bush can look incredibly different in spring versus in winter. How does it affect the actual game viewing? Obviously, in, in summer with all the rain, obviously, that's when all your greenery comes. So it's a lot thicker and a lot more denser. Um, it just means the rangers and trackers have to work a little bit harder. Um, but then there's the benefits of that as well. You know, all the trees are, are out in, in bloom and, you know, you get some flowers here and there and the grass is green. Um, and then in winter, it's obviously not as thick. Um, so it is easier to, to find the animals. Um, it's a bit easier because there's not so much water all over the place like there would be in summer. The animals would tend to move to areas where there's permanent water. Um, in summer, there's water everywhere. Um, so it's a little bit harder to find them. But uh, yeah, the, the, the foliage does, does play a role, but we just work a little bit extra harder to find the animals. And then bush walks and nature walks in the different seasons. Are there any seasons where you wouldn't offer a nature walk? Um, certain types of, uh, certain times in, in summer when it is really, really thick um, and there's quite a lot of ticks and stuff out like that, um, we wouldn't recommend it. However, if, if, if guests do really want to walk, we will make a plan, you know, walk in a, in a more open open area where there's not so much you know dense foliage um but i would definitely recommend walking in the winter when it's a lot cooler and then what about stargazing let's get into that a little bit because that can definitely change as the seasons change as well can you explain that a little bit more yeah i mean obviously with stargazing you've got your your summer and winter constellations and i mean they're both spectacular so you know summer and winter is both times of the year to is, is great to uh to stargaze um obviously the rangers will obviously adapt their their stargazing techniques and talks according to the to the seasons and then and, and just go through all the different constellations in winter and the different constellations in summer. What about families? Is there a specific time of year that, in your opinion, would be better if there are younger kids around? If there's younger kids around, you know, I would recommend summer or winter. Um, maybe maybe summer because it's, 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 it's a bit warmer. You know, the, the lodge has got some beautiful pools, um, so the kids can spend a lot more time in the pool. Um, they can be around the lodge, you know, playing around in the day. And then obviously the days are longer in summer, so you can spend more time out on, on safari. Um, but it, it really varies, and, and it's really up to the guests. Um, you know, winter's also a nice time. It's also nice and cool. But I think summer would be, would, would be my, my best time for, for kids.
And then let's specifically talk about the animals for a bit. Do you find that they behave differently at different times of the year? Yeah, I would definitely say, especially um, the cats. Um, your cats are going to be a lot less active um, in, in, in summer. You know, it's hotter. So if you, you've got to get out earlier in the morning to, to find the cats because sort of by about half past six, seven o'clock in the morning and it's nice and hot, the cats are sort of in the shade and relaxing. Um, in winter, obviously, it's, it's cooler throughout the whole day. So they can be active throughout the, you know, most of, most of the morning up until 10, 11. And obviously, you know, as, as, as rangers following them is, is, is pretty exciting for, for the guests. So babies can also be born any time of the year. We know that. But are there any animals that enter a specific sort of baby season at a specific time of year? Yeah, obviously in, in summer with the rains, a lot of the animals um, try and give, give birth while there's a lot of grass around. So, I mean, one of the, the great times of year is around November, December, when all the impalas drop their, drop their lambs. It's, it's quite an awesome time of year to be around those um, herds of impalas and just and seeing all these babies just popping out and flourishing in the in the beautiful foliage. And if you're into bird watching, would you say that there is one season that you would say is the best season to come for bird watching? Yeah, I would definitely say in the summer months. Um, obviously, as I say, with the thick foliage and the fruit and, and flowers out, um, bird watchers would definitely uh, benefit from coming in the summer months um, where most of our migratory birds are back. Um, and it's a fantastic time of year to, to view birds. And in terms of watering holes, they're obviously fuller in summer because of the rainfall. Does that mean that you've got more chances to see interesting encounters with animals? Because do those same watering holes, do they completely dry up in the winter months? Yeah, obviously in, in summer months, you've got your, um, you know, obviously more rainfall, more water. So your, your bigger dams fill up. So you, you get your big herds of elephants and your big herds of buffalo at specifically big, big water areas. Um, those do dry up. But then in the winter, it can be a benefit. You know, once those big water holes have dried up, only the, the last remaining water points can be quite hustle and bustle with, with, with all the animals. Um, but definitely in summer, you know, when there's a lot of water, your elephants are just swimming and buffalo are drinking. It's, it's pretty amazing time. And do any of the animals become more aggressive at certain times of the year? No, I wouldn't say the animals become any, any specific time of the, the year, according to the seasons. Fair enough. So are there any animals that we have in South Africa that you would see hibernating that maybe would just completely disappear? No, not, not necessarily. Um, only really the birds that are leaving, you know, when our winter comes, they're migrating to other parts of, of, the, of the continent, um, but not really hibernating. You know, snakes might be a little bit less active, but not specifically hibernating. And then finally, let's talk health-wise quickly. Do the risks change in different seasons? For example, with malaria, is it more prolific in summer than the rest of the year? Yeah, the area where, where, where Tinswala Safari Lodge is situated is, is in a very, very low-risk area. Okay. Um, so it's very low-risk for, for malaria. But obviously in, in, in summer, when you've got more rain, um, more water around, it's, uh, it's, a, it's more of a breeding ground for, for mosquitoes. Um, so I would probably say summer is going to be more sort of relevant towards malaria than winter. But as I say, we're in a very low risk area. Thank you so much, Alistair, for chatting to us today. Alistair is the regional general manager at Tinswalo Safari Lodges. Have a fantastic afternoon and we are looking forward to coming in and experiencing some of the amazing stuff you've spoken about today. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.